We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 29 of Married Millennials. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We hope your week is going to be phenomenal, great, outstanding, because our weekend was actually pretty monumental. Well, we saw a lot of friends. but And that was why it was monumental. You guys are probably <laughs> waiting for something breaking. If you guys don't know, Joy and I don't get out of the house too often. You we, swear like I lock you up. You are free to roam. No, we are free to roam. It, I will take some responsibility for this. I am bad. If Joy, Joy loves to unwind on her weekends. I love being she just to, I love to soak so up much. all of her introvertedness. Yeah. All the energy that she exudes throughout the week being yeah. around people, they just completely de-energize her. So on the weekend, she likes to stay in the house. And I feel a little guilty sometimes just constantly ripping and running. Or actually, I never rip and run. But in my mind, <laughs> I feel guilty for just leaving the house while she's here. So we oftentimes spend a lot of time in the house together. You feel guilty? And I don't I just feel bad. Like Because this is what will happen. And this is a true story. I will start doing, let me do this for two consecutive weekends. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, I'm just, gone Saturday, I'm me. gone Sunday. Joy's going to come up here and have an attitude. Who the fuck is you with? <laughs> Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking to? Who are you texting? Who did you meet? I don't know. Like, And then it's going to turn into this whole it ordeal. It would not be that bad. Joy. It would be a degree of that. Because I, I don't think I have FOMO, but if like, if it happened two consecutive weeks, I think I'd have a, a bite of it. This is what she's going to do. I'm telling <laughs> you, this is what happens. If you were all weekend and I was just at home, was I invited? Because I think if what, I wasn't invited, I'd feel some type Because this is what will also happen is I'd go somewhere that she's been wanting to go. And then well, it'll just be just done. that's just rude. That's not rude. If you just, you always stay in the house. But you can invite me places, but I'm not inclined to be like, let's have this really active weekend. So if you don't plan it, we're not going. You know what's also rude? You talk about, see, going places where she wants to go is rude, but her watching TV, not with me, on a show that we wanted to watch together is completely fine. I'm still waiting for you for Luke Cage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm still, I'm waiting for you. I we can watch it. Watched it. We could have been watched it this whole weekend. We're so Or anytime this week. Right? We could have been watched it. <laughs> I can't with you. I just can't. But 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 on, on our weekend, really, really good Saturday. We got to see, I want to say, five, six, seven of our friends in the same day. And that literally never happens. No, it doesn't. Never. I feel like the last time we saw that many friends, when it was just a random weekend, or just a weekend in general, was our wedding. Yeah, we started out actually in Bellflower, meeting up with our friends who are moving to Atlanta. We love you guys. We're going to miss you. And best of luck. They're actually... They're probably in they're the car driving. now. Yeah, they dri- they're driving, driving from California country. to Atlanta. Yeah, Gosh, with I their dog. <laughs> I could not imagine. Yeah, oh. no, we would I don't think we'd fare that well because it's <laughs> because it's a move and you're in the car. Like it's not like a fun road trip. It's like you're moving. Yeah, I let's You and not I even... don't do well with moves. No. Like we we're don't. a little grumpy. That's why we're hiring movers next time we move. 100%. I'm the worst. I will admit it. Like I 
I just my A type personality kicks into you full gear. Fu- he wants everything to be organized immediately, which you know if you're moving, that's not something that happens. Well, it's even this like organization when you put things in boxes to move. Okay, like I have right an now. extreme pet peeve when people just throw shit in boxes, knowing it doesn't make any sense. It's like guys, you've paid, you played Tetris when you were younger. Let's go ahead and, and put things in appropriately in the in the I right feel spaces like in the box. You put it in the box. It's going to the place. You take it out the box and you put it wherever it goes. It's fine. See, this is <laughs> that it's not fine. It the great thing about fine. organization, doing you have the kitchen box, you then have the bedroom box, you have your closet. Yeah, yeah, box. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. No, you don't do that. I you do just do that. Gro- I do. And then you'll use seven hundred boxes, and I'll open yeah, it, and I'm like, I you got you got four things in here. You could have consolidated these eight boxes into two. Can break. And remember, my Newspaper. last place was. Wrap it up. You've only moved me out of dorm rooms and uh, a studio apartment. So there weren't rooms like that. Really think about that. Don't look at me like that. Why are you seething? I'm not seething. I'm just listening to you try to tell this tale. This is not a tale. Is, it, or is that not a fact that I was in dorm rooms and then a studio apartment no, and there weren't. I was just listening to your, your rationale and what you were going to say. I definitely there. had a kitchen box. You had, I think you had multiple kids. Regardless, yeah. it, I'm, I'm saying you don't do a good job packing a box as well. No, and I also don't enjoy the process of packing. Like I don't, I just don't, I don't enjoy it. It takes me a long time to start to do it, and then it's like, oh, I'm moving tomorrow <laughs> or next week, and then I have way more things than I think I have. Then I don't want to let go of anything. Then I'm like, maybe I should throw this away. Am I going to be able to use this at the next place? Probably. So then I have like three junk boxes too. Like it's awful. We still have boxes that we have not gone through fully that are in our garage. No, in our we, current place. we went through. We went through them. We did in December. Oh last yes, year. you're right. You're right. I yeah. stand corrected. So it took us two years yeah. to finally go through boxes that we were in a garage. Yep. And we we got rid of we a got lot. Rid of a we lot. donated a lot. You're fourteen right. boxes and eleven bags. Or was it fourteen bags and eleven boxes? I think it was fourteen bags and eleven boxes. That doesn't even make a bit of sense. Like yeah. why do we have all this stuff? I don't I don't know. Hoarders. No. But I'm trying not to hoard and I wanna get better at purging more often and just keeping my my zen. It helps. I mean, every time we do our little six-month declean, our declutter, I always feel lighter. Every time it's completed, it's just like, ah, this is nice. Yeah. Then it just it just realize how much stuff you have and how much stuff you really don't need. It's good to have variety, don't get me wrong. But when you can really see everything you have, it makes things a lot easier. I've noticed that for me personally when it comes to my wardrobe. It's like I know where everything is at, and I can see it in my drawers and in my closet. And that's led to a little... More peace. Yeah, well, I can't relate to you on that one. Yeah, I don't know. We don't. We I don't. I, I should. I turn, still find shoes. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about. That. I, I should turn this camera around, and then we can film the inside of Joy's closet. And you would think a tornado just came and swept it all through. I don't have room for everything. That's really what it is. That means you got to get rid of some things. Okay, I'll do that one day. <laughs> that that was the shrug. No chance in hell. Yes. But anyway, we went to breakfast with our friends from Atlanta, and I want to give a shout out to this restaurant because it was so good. It was called The Nest, and it's there in Bellflower or Norwalk? It was Bellflower. Bellflower. It was on Alondra, I believe. Yes, it was Alondra. So it's on the the main through fair, but it's called The Nest, a breakfast joint. And it was really good. They had... Deep freaking licious. It was a sweet potato. I had a sweet potato... Ribeye. Short rib. No, it was a a sweet potato, short rib... 
hash type thing, had some mm-hmm. eggs, and then it came with a really healthy side. So the great thing about it, they all have an entree, and then you can to choose your side. And it's mm-hmm. not like your ordinary sides, like eggs, bacon, sausage. Yeah. You can get grits, French toast, pancakes, fruit, veggie sausage. So they had a real, it wasn't just yeah. your traditional side orders. Yeah. It, it's so I, perfect for when you want to try more than one thing, but you only just want, you want a little taste of the huge platter. I'm, that I'm always conflicted in Los Angeles when I have breakfast. It's because I'll order something and I'm still hungry. But the breakfast entree is $16. And then a side is another 5 And I'm just like, I wasn't really coming here to spend $20. Right. But here, you know, the entree, I think my entree was 12 bucks, and the side was included. So I had my yeah. full sweet potato short rib, a little breakfast hash, hash mm-hmm. then a, a nice healthy side of, of French toast. I was good for 12 bucks. And I got a bacon waffle. Is exactly how it sounds. It's baked with, <laughs> are made with bacon bits, and then there was bacon bits sprinkled on top, and then there was like a whiskey syrup that also had bacon bits. So I was in bacon heaven, <laughs> and I got a side of cheese grits, which was perfect. It was delicious. It was so, if, so great. If you're ever in the Bellflower area, I know that's like super random. Like Bellflower, what are you guys doing there? Look. Our friend's grandmother lives in that area, yeah. so that's why we were in Bellflower. I was the first time. I was like, uh, I don't There's know what to eat out of here. People out there, we we just stick to our boroughs, is what it is. Like we're we're in the that's, valley. That's though. fair. That is yeah. that is fair. But yeah. we we checked a, it out. It's a stretch for us. Thank God for Yelp. Yeah, look it up. Breakfast and brunch spot. They popped up. So Antonio is the owner of the restaurant. Shout out to you. He came out and introduced himself. Really nice guy. I love places that 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 feel family friendly. Down home, easy. It, it, was, it was just a, a really good experience. Like I said, if you're ever, again, in the Bellflower area, check out The Nest, a breakfast joint. It's funny, we were talking about me actually doing things away from joy on weekends. I actually went out this weekend with some friends. We went to, to Dave & Buster's, and I ended up taking an Uber. And tell me why I had the most lit, dopest Uber experience I've ever, ever had. I pull up. I feel like every Uber X is a Prius now. So I go outside, and I, I see the Prius coming up the, the street. I was okay, cool, hop in. Tell me why this dude had his entire interior tricked out with LED, LED lights. You come in, there's LED lights all around the, the door interior, and then inside of the cup holder in the back seat, he had it pulled down. There were little LED lights underneath plastic cups that had water bottles in it. So then your, your water bottle is making colors. All of the dash, where the, the steering wheel part, the, the radio console, the glove department, full out LED lights. And then in his center console, in his little cup holder, he had this little kind of disco ball type thing that he could control and it would illuminate on the top of his car roof. So literally you walked in and it was Christmas in a vehicle. And he had the radio on full volume, slapping it. It was literally the most lit experience I've ever had in Uber. I really was like, I don't know if I really want to go out. I was just kind of in one of those moods because we had been out all day. And literally, I get into this car and it completely shifted my mood. I would have paid him extra money just to drive around Hollywood. I'd be like, look, I don't need to go to my destination. Let me just, let's, let's just change this destination and drive around and see what can happen. I mean, people were looking left and right. It's like, who is this person's Uber? And I felt like I was somebody important because everybody was looking, <laughs> but it wasn't because of me. It was because it was this Uber the, experience the dope was Uber. super dope. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been in a car like that. I haven't even seen. I think you see I've that stuff on that Twitter. Before, ever, like I still yeah. was like, oh, I had this super tricked out car, but you never think that you'll be in it. 
And this guy took it to a whole new level. Yeah, because I saw you when you were leaving. Fun fact about me, I like to watch people until they're out of sight. <laughs> yeah, it was a trip when you texted me that. It was like, was that you in the purple? I was like, how did you know yeah, that? Yeah, I just said, did your Uber have purple lights? Because I saw the flashing lights, but I didn't know if it was the car Justin just got in or not. Because I, I, I didn't see you enter the vehicle. So, but when it, it, it pulled off, I was like, wait a minute. Think about have Super you cool. have you guys ever gone like, cosmic bowling or the disco nights when yeah, rollerblading? Yeah, how they have the lights going. It literally that was inside of the vehicle. That was a great way to describe it. Co- cosmic bowling cosmic bowling with, with with some moonlight disco right. roller rink skating. Like that's what the experience was in the car. And we have a video of it actually on our Instagram, which we changed the handle. It is Love Jay's official now. Go ahead and follow us on there so you can see this video of Justin going ham. I was hyped. Like, I've, 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 I've never been that hyped to be inside of an Uber. Like it was it was genuinely a dope experience. And I feel bad. I feel like I should be like, yo, can I just get your number and text you and be like, yo, where are you at around tonight? Um, can I just he I just want to ride. Like he was really chill though. He was cool as a fan. Yeah. Cool <laughs> as a fan. He had a had a dope hairstyle. He was just cool. He gets in and said, you know, can I do I put on a specific radio station? What do you need? I said, man, it's all you. And he was had some radio station that was a DJ mix. I mean, crunk. Windows down. I mean, just completely turned up. Oh, thank you. You're thank, just I, so hyped I forget right the now. gentleman's name, too, the driver's name. I feel so bad, but he was dope. I got to look back in my, in my receipts. We'll and put I can it, find in the, it in the podcast notes so you guys can see it. He was great, though. I'm, I'm happy for you, babe. <laughs> I'm happy you had that experience without me. You left me, and something good happened. Indeed. Don't do it again. <laughs> I'll be sure to do it next weekend. Well, you can't leave me next weekend because it's Halloween. Well, it's technically not Halloween. Halloween is next Monday. It's Halloween weekend. Well, okay. Same thing. It's like when you celebrate, even though I don't think we're really celebrating, but like I like to do something. I have a love-hate relationship with Halloween. I really enjoy the holiday. I love the costume part, going out, and there's a ton of things to do in Los Angeles when it comes to Halloween weekend. My problem is is spending money on costumes. I, I, part of me, like, I'm cheap at heart. I'm going to be honest, you guys. I am, I'm, I'm cheap in some parts of my life, and then other parts I don't mind living. I get cheap when it comes to buying something that I'm only going to wear once a year. And maybe if I don't wear it again the following year. And that's, I, I just, I struggle. Like, I've been the same thing for Halloween every time. I just find some retro 90s anything, yeah, throw like, on a gold chain, some gold earrings, and a snapback. <laughs> and it's like, hey, happy Halloween. 90s or nerd. You did a nerd. Too. Yeah. The, I think the, you did that a couple years. I have the, the nerd in the 90s. This is my go-to routine. You but were it, like a church lady one year, too. You were like, you were my dress and my hat. That, that was in college. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was but a smooth did it. Like, eight, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I'm talking post-college. Like when, oh, post college, I don't think you've dressed up. I have not literally the the same thing. I just I struggle. I, I don't know. I, I I want to be a part of the festivities, but again, and, and good costumes oh, cost were, like hundreds of dollars. You were words with friends. Ah, I was words. You with were friends. words with friends. That was my and that, that was, was a free costume. You just got to get creative. I think that's why I like Halloween is because you don't have to go buy a costume. Sometimes, yes, you do have to buy pieces to go with the costume, but you the options are infinite. They Isn't are, it? but you know, my creativity, you understand. You could literally I, I like be your sometimes. dad for Halloween and that's the cost. Boom. But I'm just saying is you can be whatever you want to be and it doesn't have to be some elaborate costume. It's just, you get to play dress up. You do, that's but then, but, but okay. So here's the, the second part of it. 
is I see people who come up with these dope ass Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. and then I look at my my bootleg costume, and then I get upset. I'm like, damn. Like, why couldn't I think of that idea? So then I guess I have whatever that, that word is that I'm looking for, that Jealousy. emotion. <laughs> I, I don't want to say jealous, but I'm just like, envy. <laughs> envy. That, that's the word I was looking for. Okay. Envious. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Damn, that's a really good costume. And then I'm looking back at mine like, damn, this is... <laughs> This sucked. It was much better in my head. So I just stopped doing it. And I know you shouldn't compare your yourselves to other people. I live by that model, but something about Halloween, I just look at it and it was like, ah, look at that dope costume. Jay, what are you? The same thing you've been the last three years. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do something with face paint this year and like leave it pretty simple. Face paint is very key because you yeah. can paint your face every time, throw on regular clothes and be something different. Right. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. But then the problem with that is your face breaks out, and then you just get... Why would it break out? Because it's paint. Like when I feel like face paint is designed to make your, your face break out. Huh. You've never taken paint off your face, and then the next day, where do these 800 little red bumps come from? No. That's Maybe it's because I sweat that. all the time, so it could be a combination of the sweat and the dirt and the face paint and having nowhere to go. Huh. Maybe. It is, it is a struggle for me. Maybe I'm using cheap face paint. That, that could be part of it. Yeah. And now you're using face wash <laughs> and I, moisturizer, everyone. Yay. That sounds so embarrassing to say, oh, now my husband at 27 years old is using face wash. I've, I've never been a big face washer. You know, people always have their, their morning routine. Oh, I get up and I, I wash my face. I, I never did that. I was like, okay, splash some water on your face and, and call it a day. And now the order that we are getting, joy is becoming adamant about you have to take care of your face you have to take care of your face we you have need to, to use skincare is important like you've got to do it you've got to do it i know black don't crack but that doesn't mean you can't <laughs> keep it like you know glowing that, no <laughs> that is fair and i've started using it we got some i don't know what kind of face i don't know that there's i feel like there's nine million different types of face washes and because i didn't have acne growing up i don't know about this and i feel like that's really where it comes from I like, didn't those either, who have skin care issues when they're younger yeah they so really be, know yeah. they have like a whole regiment. they have a whole a whole set and, and i like, never and then i cleanse and then i tone and then i moisturize yeah. and then i mist and then i oh so I've, I've never had facial issues when it comes to acne or, or breakouts so i i didn't think that i didn't need anything else besides some soap and water yeah but now we've we've gone to something so we have some kind of face wash but i will say i have noticed less little oil spots on my nose. You know, like the little whiteheads. Do you guys get, are they called whiteheads or are they just like grease deposits? Uh, yeah, they're like, they're like, they're oil deposits. Oil deposits. I was getting a lot of those yeah. around my nose and in the last week or so, I've noticed that there's not as many there. Like Dr. Pimple Popper. Have you guys seen Dr. Oh Pimple Popper? Oh my gosh, you're I'm obsession. obsessed. This, it's literally love, the nastiest thing you've ever seen. But I love watching pimples getting popped and cysts being excised and um, pores of whiner. Oh gosh, I'm like, Yes. Watch this if you enjoy watching anything in the vein of popping. But she also gets those oil deposits off people's nose and she uses an extractor and she presses down and like a lot of older men. It's a problem for them because their pores have grown so, so large because they probably weren't using face wash. Uh-huh. And sideboard, Joy actually went out and bought an extractor. I did, but it wasn't as good as hers. So we just like left it dead. <laughs> on my face i was so excited i was like oh i have a bump i'm gonna use this extractor and then did not work nope yeah because i'm not one to get bumps either and i have noticed like my hair if i wear it straight and it gets on my forehead i gets my forehead like oily and dirty i'm like is this why people get acne because their hair is in their face because i've always worn my worn my hair pulled back 
I'm wondering if that's the case. Yeah, I've always worn my hair pulled back as well. You <laughs> yeah. know, I think genetics kind of just blew my nice, whole thing out nice of the water. And smooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bald since 19. Receded hairline started at 16. Never had a chance. You cut it at 18. I don't know why you keep saying 19. Was that? You were 18 years old. Okay, it was January. It was just before my 19th birthday. But so I say 19. Let's st- stick with the facts. Damn, maybe. it's almost been 10 years. I've been rocking a bald head. <laughs> Ow. Damn. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm not even 30. I just had a for real moment. Like, y'all really just caught a for real moment. Yeah, and you're just going to be bald forever, too. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> That didn't help. I'm sorry. But like, I like. Thanks, your, babe. I know. I like your head, though. I like that you're bald. Well, that's why I can experiment with my facial hair. I rocked the beard yeah. for a while, and now I'm on the goatee. I do eventually want to get to the point where I can shave my face fully and not look like I'm eight. But the problem is, is my mustache grows at a significantly slower rate than my, my beard. So I look silly when <laughs> I shave. Because that comes, and then, oh, okay, here comes the, the five o'clock shadows looking nice. And then I'll have like three hair strands on my nose <laughs> excuse me just but just below my nose where my mustache is supposed to be so then i'll be like okay it's time to line it up so i'm lining everything up and there's nothing to line up for my mustache and then i just look awkward for a couple weeks so that's why i don't really ever shave my face fully because my mustache takes way too long to grow back you do that and it's like a little mustache too like it's a little pencil mustache so you're trying to clown like you're you're out here trying to clown no, i just never really pay <laughs> But I do love it. I love you so no, much. I, I don't. I do not have a manly mustache. No, you. Like, like guys who have mustache march. Like I can't. I I can't grow it. I will. It it will look like a fourteen year old who's going through puberty's mustache. It just takes. It takes a month for my mustache to to be kind of full. All right. Enough about your stash. We are coming at you this week with a dilemma. My car lease is coming to an end. When is that? The Next end of month. November. Yeah. Like right after literally Thanksgiving. Like a month away. We yes. made the last payment just last night. Her name is Beatrice. I love her, but she's got to go. <laughs> we we ha- we have had three sweet years together, and it's time for her to move on. But we don't know what to do next. Should we buy or should we lease? Buy or lease? I feel like this is the million dollar question that a lot of us struggle with. And I've done a lot of research. We've talked to people saying, "What do you do?" Well, the smartest thing is to buy because if you buy your car, then you can eventually pay it off. And then everyone's like, well, if you lease a car, you can drive something cool and new, but then you'll never, you'll always have a car payment. And blah, 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 blah. warranty. Blah. You don't have to do repairs. Like a new car, you're not, you don't have trouble with it. There, there's That's the thing. Gone back and forth. I've, I've talked to multiple people who are like adamant, buy. You got to buy a car. It's, a, it's. People use that word investment. I'm starting to think that people don't know what an investment is because anything that can give you zero return on your dollar right. is not an investment. Cars it's a liability. immediately depreciate. Immediately. Yeah. It was like, oh, it's an investment, an investment to stop having payments. No, it's not an investment. It's, let's define what investments are. Right. But we're, str- we're struggling. Originally, probably before about two weeks ago, I was like, you know what, baby? We're going to buy a car. We got to buy a car. It's the right thing to do. So I call my uncle. He's a car broker. He's been in the, the car, the auto industry for as long as I've been alive. And I said, hey, this is what we're thinking what we're going to do. I, tell, I go around the, the type of cars that we like to buy. Joy and I, the, the way our, our car situation works in our household is my car, I commute the most. Mm-hmm. So I use my car on the, on the, the, weekday, on the weekdays, driving tons of miles a, a, a month. I think I put about 20,000 miles or so, at least 20,000 miles or so on my car a year. So I, having a lease is not even an option for me. And we'll come back to that. 
And then on the weekend, we use Joy's car because she is not very far from work, so she can stay within the mileage requirements that are that are laid out in the lease. So I was sitting here thinking, like, you know, what? we we have to, we 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 got to buy a car. And I call my uncle, and he's like, all right, well, what kind of cars are you looking at? And we start going through a list. I don't fit in a lot of vehicles because my legs, as Joy mentioned last genuinely week, genuinely does not fit. Are very it's disproportionate. Amazing. Yeah, and I and. I'm just big and I don't like sedans because I don't like sitting low to the ground. I feel like especially people have SUVs It's like you come around. I can't see around you. I, yeah. I just don't feel very safe and comfortable. I kind of, I feel the same in that regard. I like to be up high. And I learned how to drive in a, in a truck. Mm-hmm. So I was used to sitting up high mm-hmm. and then enjoy a sedan. I'm like, yeah, I can't, like I can't see. I just, I feel uncomfortable. So we're going through a list of these crossover SUVs that we're interested in. And he's like, okay, well, let's look at, you know, your standard Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, your lower end you know, vehicles. And then he's like, okay, well, if you get this, it'll cost X amount of dollars out the door. And he's like, well, what do you want your car payment to be? And I was like, oh, no more than this. And he goes, okay, so if you want to do that, you need to put about eight to $10,000 down. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> to buy, yeah. To buy. And that's not even to get my car payment at where I want it to be. It was still a little yeah, bit above my like, price. Yeah, it's like the top of our budget. Eight to $10,000 down. Now, look, y'all. We've talked about our student loans. Yeah. We've, we've talked about the, the stress that that is. Mm-hmm. Now you want me to put eight to ten thousand dollars down on a vehicle, and still have a car payment that is more than I want to pay, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have to pay this for at least five years, and then I'm committing to this vehicle for at least eight to ten years, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be broke in the beginning when I drive off the lot. <laughs> so then I had I had I had to take a step back. I had to, I had to take a step back. But we have to explain our reasoning for why we were thinking let's buy my car now because you're going to need a new car. Your car you've had for like ten years now. Yeah, can we talk about my car situation, yeah. y'all? I am still driving the same car that I drove to my high school homecoming in. Yep. Yeah, let go ahead and let that marinate. It's been a solid. What are you at? Eleven years. This November marks eleven years of my vehicle. Now it's been it's been very good to me. But damn, I'd be lying if I did not say I felt like a little piece of my swag dies every time I start that car. <laughs> like literally, it was my first car. Like, don't get me. I've had great experiences in my car. But again, I, I was a high school junior driving that whip. And now I'm married and I'm driving the same whip. Yeah. No, I understand that. And I think that I, I would like for you to get a new car as soon as we can get you a new car, but because my lease is up, obviously my car is the priority. So we were thinking we would buy my car and then in a year or two, we'd buy a car for Justin. Probably a couple more years. I want to say God willing a year or two, but it's probably like two, three years away. And I was like, I didn't want to potentially buy, if we do another lease and then in two to three years when this lease is up and my car says it's time to, to, to get a new one, I didn't want to be in a position where we're buying two cars at the same time because I'm going to just keep it real. We can't afford to buy two cars at the same time. And that's where my struggle was. And and as I said, I drive 20,000 plus miles a year on my car. So it's not an option for me to get a lease because I will never meet the lease requirements. And so I have to buy. Like We have to save money to buy my car. And I'll be damned if in two to three years... Here I am trying to buy two vehicles. I just felt like I would just just get the what 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 are the the paramedic shoes? Just put it on my chest and boop boop boop. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm done. Shock my life because I I just can't we can't afford it. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're basically at a crossroads. It, it makes more sense for us right now 
to lease. But we don't know if that will be the best option for us down the road. Like, how is that going to play out? And uh, and we definitely have to buy Justin's car. Not an option. Two to three years. Look, yeah. I'm telling you, that I'm, there's a chink in my arm. I mean, we can save in two to three years. Oh, we can definitely save. It's, it's not... Yeah. It's not that's not the issue. You think your car is gonna last another two to three years? No, definitely. I don't have that much that many miles on it. Mm. It can, it's gonna go for a while. Although my battery is dead your right now. Is. Can we just can we talk about this? <laughs> There's nothing worse than your whole plans being ruined. So yesterday, <laughs> I went and played in, in, in an alumni basketball game at at my at my college. So I get outside and I got my bag ready to rock. Open my car door, sit down, go to start my car. No juice. And I'm not talking where it's like, nothing. It's not even giving the kick sound. And, you know, you have that, that moment in your head where you're like, you know what? My car battery's not dead. <laughs> it's fine. So you just, you're going to you know, turn your car off, take your key, and you look at your key. Yeah, it's the right key. <laughs> Put it back in. You start it again. Same thing happens. No juice. I said, okay, you know what? Maybe something's not right. So then I do this again. And this is what we call denial. <laughs> Put my key back in the ignition. I'm just like, damn. And then I just had that moment where I just look around my car. Like, this is really just happened. Like, really? Just my car is just not going to start. Just dead battery. Gone. So then I had to walk back in the house. And I said, hey, babe, um, I need to take your car. So it, it, it will it'll be fine. I, I love my whip. It's just right now we just need some maintenance. That's all. It is. We, just, we just need a little bit of TLC. But it'll get good. I'll call AAA today. Does AAA take battery? I think they replace your batteries on the side. They, of the road. they will, yeah, they will. Well, that's what I'm gonna do because um, it can't start. So yeah, <sighs> don't but forget to call. I will not. I will call. I'll make sure that that, that gets done. But back to our back to our car, our cars. What do we do in this situation, y'all? We got a month. Like, we literally got yes. We genuinely it's, it's want not, to know. Not even a up. month. Like we we have about twenty something days to decide upon. This isn't a big deal. And I, all my my people out there who are like, no, you got to invest in your vehicle. You got to buy a car. You're going to have this, like, spare me with all your emotional feelings. Like, let's just be rational here. We don't have eight to $10,000 to put down on a vehicle right now. So I'm going to just let you guys know that right now. It's not an option. Do not have it. So take that into consideration with your suggestions. Yeah, we need sound advice. And then if we lease, like, <laughs> is it cool? Is it the right thing to do? Is it smart? I, I, I grew up in a, in a, in a car-buying household. Yeah. So leases we were We bought our cars, to too. I, I, I've never, we never had a lease. Not as far as I know. We had every car for like 10 years. Yeah, we're, we're the same way I said. Mine is on 11. I feel like my mom's had her car for a minute. I can go back. I think my mom has had one, two, three, maybe like four or five cars mm-hmm. in, what, 28 years of living? I think my dad, same thing. So I've always been around having cars for seven, eight, nine, ten years. And I'm, I'm just, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to make a, a financially irresponsible decision. But I feel like the decision is kind of already made when it feels like they're irresponsible on two separate ends. Like one's irresponsible, irresponsible now and the other one's irresponsible for later. But that's the the thing about our generation is we got to think about now. Yeah. We think about now all the time. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have to. But you have to. But I'm like, I just look back as like if I could put eight, if I put eight to ten thousand dollars down on a car. Like I'd rather call Sally Mae, which is now a Navian, and be like, "Look, here's eight to ten thousand dollars on these student loans," and then continue to push my buck. I'm hundred percent not doing that unless I could pay it off in full. But like to pay it down, like you know, <laughs> the, they're gonna try the, to get you with some interest or something. I, no, thank you. The day, and Joy thinks I'm crazy. The day that I come into a, a big check, the first thing I'm doing. I'm going to call Navian's corporate office and say, "Where is your closest in-person location?" <laughs> 
I'm going, I'm, I, and I, I may have to fly there completely fine. I am going to fly in person to their corporate office or in a satellite office and say, how much is my balance? I'm already know, but I want them to tell me. And I'm going to have a check written right there to them with the exact amount. And I'm going to need them to print me a receipt and show, I need to take a, I'm going to videotape the whole thing. <laughs> and I need them to, to print out a receipt multiple times and saying, Justin, you are free and clear. I literally oh. dream about that day. Like people dream about no, nice a, homes, nice like cars. I dream about the day I can look at the person yeah. who's working for Navient and saying, who's sending me these emails, let me know every two days that I got I got to remain in balance. That's a lot, <laughs> and say, you know what, Mr. Riley, your loans are paid off. That is a orgasmic day. Yeah. In my life when it happens, say, I'm telling, I'm recording. Y'all are gonna be with me that day. That was because I might shed a tear. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> I can't even let myself dream that hard right now because the fact that it's a fantasy hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't deal with that. It, it is uh, going. It is going. I I can not wait. Now nah, I'm I'm right there with you. Ooh, I can't. I wait. fly with mm. you. Oh, we're, oh, we're coming. And I, I, and I would film. I'm gonna it have too. The, the GoPro on my head. <laughs> I'm gonna have the handheld camera. Like I'm getting multiple angles. You got this. Is gonna be a full scale production. Yeah. Saying yes, the loans have been paid off. But so yeah. yeah. But to all my all my, my car folks out there, those who who are who work for a car dealership, those who don't, what is your your recommendation? Yeah. Let us know. We're open to it. I can tell you, we're leaning towards one direction after I found out how much money we had to put up. <laughs> so I feel like our answer is kind of made for us. But I just want some more experts out there. And we've yeah. done again, we've done the research, we've looked online, we've talked to people on both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you guys to think we haven't done any research. But we want to hear from you because we love you. You guys sit and listen to us every week talk about our lives. Mm -hmm. So you guys hold a special place in our heart. So yes, the advice of our friends and family are good, but your advice is better. Some of our friends and family are listening to be fair, but okay. Touche, <laughs> touche. And we're serious. We're looking forward to seeing your responses. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. As always, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and share it with your friends. And something new this week, we launched our Snapchat. So make sure you guys go follow the Love Jays, T-H-E Love Jays on Snapchat as well as on Twitter. And then we changed our Instagram handle to Love Jays Official. I know that's a lot to keep up with. So you can just head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. We'll see you next Tuesday.